0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: Coming up on episode 278 of Wheel Bearings, we've got two electric Mercedes SUVs, the EQB and the EQS, the Mazda CX 5 Carbon Edition a new uh Gigato built Alfa Romeo Giulia short wheelbase coupe, an updated AC Cobra GT roadster, the Hyundai the 2024 Hyundai Kona and our favorite cars of 2022. All that and more coming up next. <laughs> This is episode 278 of Wheel Bearings. I am Sam McGuill. Sam is from Guidehouse Insights,
2: and I am Nicole Wakelin from Fast Women Podcast,
1: and I am Roberto Baldwin from.
3: Oh man, where am I from this week? Let's just, let's just say Ars Technica.
1: Okay, that works. That works. Yeah. yeah,
3: there we go. I'm working on something for them. I'm working on something for everyone right now. <laughs> End of the year.
2: I can't think of a single outlet that I write for. Literally, I had a brain cramp. I'm like, all I can think of is fast. Okay, that's where I am because I don't know what I do anymore. So
3: <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. I work for 50 outlets. I'm in 70 bands. <laughs> I got
1: 16 animals. That's my life. <laughs> well, we we we're, we're recording this a little early this week because. Uh, I, although I don't know when you'll actually hear it uh, probably in the next couple of days but since su- our usual Sunday morning recording time is Christmas morning uh, for those that celebrate uh, we're going we're doing this on Friday morning. Uh, so who wants to go first? Uh, are, are, are you ready Nicole?
2: I can I can go first because I know Robbie's still waking up so I'll let you wake up a
3: little bit more
1: Robbie. I am I, I overslept <laughs> he did. um, I didn't set my alarm.
3: So I look like a child who's been woken up five minutes before being sent
1: to school.
2: Which is why I'm giving him a few more minutes to nap in the car before I kick him out. Okay. So uh, so I have – Did you at least
1: bring some breakfast along? You know, bring I, a breakfast burrito or something? I did. I brought him one. The
2: I, I handed him one of the, you know, the Cheerio Bowl that you could just oh, eat dry perfect. on your way to the school, right? Yeah. Um, not that I ever did that to my kids. Okay. Here, um, just
3: shove this in your mouth, kid.
2: Yeah, just eat this. You got 30 seconds before we're in that carpool line. So I have the 2022 <laughs> Mercedes-Benz EQB 350 4MATIC SUV – so it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's very snazzy. And I have this for two weeks because we get a two-week loan up in the Northeast because they kind of take a little break at Christmas. So I have this for the uh-huh. next two weeks. I'm living the EV life. Oh. Um, so the very first day I had it, so I took it down to Boston because I was going out to dinner with a friend. And here's the kind of fun thing. So it was fully charged it was when I got it. It's supposed to be, the range listed by the EPA is 227 miles. It was really cold. It was like, I don't know, like 18 degrees or something outside. So it was showing it was fully charged, but that was going to give me a maximum of 202 miles of range. It was like something like one, like, 95 to 202 because it gives you a little like yeah 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 in there. so 202 so well, i knew. it's like you know, hey it is hey, like it is chilly cold. Yeah, yeah it is cold chilly. out there do not expect peak performance yeah <laughs> so that's like that's,
3: that's like 20, just me really
2: <laughs> i know that's all of us right <laughs> so it loses so that was like 25 miles less than what the number that's listed here so that's, so like that's a 10%, about 10 percent. 10 right so 10 rock and range um Did fine, you know, and I have to admit, so on the way back, like, I drove into the city, I was driving around a bit, I dropped my friend off, I come back, and I only had about... 47, 48 miles of range when I pulled back into the driveway and I was getting antsy. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, it's only 40 miles of range. Ah, it was like, I get I get range anxiety, like nobody's business. It's not even, I think, that far all the way to Boston. I'm still like, oh God, oh God, oh God, I'm getting low on range. So, um, and then I'm like, I don't have to be out here in this 18 degree weather, <laughs> freezing my butt off trying to charge my vehicle. So um, I did get home in one piece and plugged in. So it was all good. Um, but now, like, I've had it at home and I'm just running random little Christmassy errands around town. And truly, yeah. I have not had to plug it in since that first day. So I got it on Monday and it's, I charged it on, I fully charged it after that adventure. And I, I have not needed to plug it in. I just, because I'm just doing like five or 10 miles here, five or 10 miles there, five or 10 miles here. So it's
1: just regular life stuff. Just yeah. regular that's life the, that's stuff. The stuff that most people yeah. do on a daily basis.
2: And I have not had to plug it in, like at home. I've, I've so, not even remotely. So uh,
1: I'm, I'm curious on that that first day, you know, driving to Boston from your home. Roughly yeah. how far was that total trip? Because yeah, you, know, uh, you said you started off at about 200 okay, or something miles uh, of range. Let's see.
2: I should. Get, I knew it, and then I forgot. Uh, let's see. It is. Come on, Google, give me a number. It is 46.7 miles. Yeah, it's like 46 miles away, it says. So it's about, so 46 and 46, so be a little over 100 miles round trip. And then we were driving around, and I had to drop off a front. So I added a little bit just driving around the city and also a
1: little bit. So let's, bit let's say 110, 115 miles.
2: Yeah, about and, 115 and, miles. And it
1: showed you about 200 roughly to start it was, with?
2: It was like 202 was okay. what it showed me when I so, got in the car.
1: So, uh, yeah, and you had 47 left, so... Um, you know, to, your, so your total probably right. would have been you know around one hundred and fifty, which, yeah. you know, in most cases, you know, in cold, you know, really cold weather, you're looking at about, you know, 30% drop in range for, yep. for the most part. Uh, so yeah, that, that sounds about right.
2: It tracks, right. Yeah. So it was about right. Um, and now it'll be perfectly fine because it's, it's pouring rain in 55 degrees and windy. <laughs> um, my biggest fear was that like a tree or something was going to fall in the car last night. I was like, Oh God, it's so windy. Um, yeah, so it's fun driving around. I mean, it's a Mercedes, so it has all the Mercedes kind of look and feel to it. The quality, the the style, uh, the lights, everybody who sat down in this car. The ambient lighting in this car is a little crazy. Like the vents are one color and the lights are on the dashboard are set to be another color. And whoever was in it before has it. Changing colors, so it's not staying blue, or oh. staying blue. And I get it. I'm like, what is happening? It's a disco. Okay, <laughs> it's a, little, it's a yeah.
3: rave. It's a it's, car rave.
2: It's a rave inside the EQB as I'm driving back and forth. Uh, but super comfy. Um, it's weird. And I was mentioning, I was talking to Sam about this before the show. So it has heated seats, which are an option that are uh, heated front seats. Are a thousand bucks for these Ooh. heated front seats? One thousand. $50 to be precise, according to my handy dandy Monroney. Um, it does not have a heated steering wheel. And, but then I, I'm like, well, that's weird. I feel like if you had heated seats, why would you not have a heated steering wheel? But then there's also, we decided there must be a couple of chips or something that they could not get for this particular EQB because in my list of options, there's two, I was glancing down and there's two negative numbers. I'm like, wait, they're giving me things and taking money off the price. No, there are things that are missing that I can't quite tell what they are. And we tried to Google the codes. We couldn't figure it out, but there was a hundred dollar credit <laughs> for one set of codes and a $700 credit for another set of codes. So we're all, we're both kind of wondering, like, I wonder if one of those things is whatever makes my heated steering wheel heated or whatever. Cause so clearly it's missing $800 worth of standard equipment that Mercedes would have credited you back. If you had purchased this exact one, Um, presumably because they couldn't get whatever they needed to to make those standard features standard.
1: Does uh, does your car have the LED logo projectors from the mirrors? The puddle lights?
2: No, it does not. I don't think it does. I was trying to remember. Maybe that's
1: another item that's... That uh, could
2: be too. Because that
1: should be standard, it looks like. I don't uh, think it had the...
2: I don't remember seeing puddle lights when I walked up. I feel like my... My person I was driving with would have commented too and she did not because she always thinks puddle lights are the fanciest thing ever and she didn't notice them either. So Mickey <laughs> like, would have been like, Look at the fancy lights. She'd have said something and she didn't.
1: <laughs> oh, it looks like the, the heated steering wheel is a two hundred and fifty dollar option.
2: Is it? So that yeah. wasn't it? So somebody who would equip this with the heated seats and not the heated steering wheel? Well the... would do that. <clears throat> Nobody. Nobody would do that, Sam. That's stupid.
1: I I'm not arguing with
3: it. <laughs> I'll tell you about my Mercedes in a second.
1: Uh oh. Do, do, does the does the EQB that you have have the uh the third row seats?
2: I don't think so. I no, it doesn't have a third row.
1: Because I mean the EQB is not not a huge vehicle. You no, know.
2: it's it's like it's the, it's,
1: the smallest it's small that Mercedes style. has, now. Yeah,
2: it's a small Small crossovery SUV. I mean it says SUV, but it's it's small SUV. It's not huge. I mean when my husband sits in the front seat at six three and he pushes the seat back to have enough knee rooms, leg room, so his knees aren't mashed against the dashboard. There's not a lot of room left for whoever sits in the second row. Like my daughter can sit back there, but she's it's not roomy. Like I think six foot behind six foot would
1: probably find that uncomfortable. But you can pay twelve hundred and fifty bucks to get get more seats in the, in the back in the cargo area, get,
2: I, which I can't even imagine another set of seats in that. I didn't even know a third row is an option in this Sam. Yeah. That would be squished. Do you,
1: do you, do you have the, uh, the formatic, the, the all wheel drive or the, yes, the I do
2: okay. have the all wheel drive. Yeah. Okay. So, and it's been fun to drive. I mean, i enjoy driving it. It's, you know, the, the instant torque that you get from an EV and how quiet it is. And, uh, it's, it's nice to drive, and it's, it handles well. In fact, we really truly are having terribly windy weather. Like, there's all sorts of wind warnings. It's gusting at, like, 65 miles an hour. And as I was saying, I don't care, and went out to breakfast anyway this morning, as I'm driving down the highway, I could just barely feel that wind sort of wanting to grab the car, which it will do at 65, you know, mile-an-hour winds. But it was still very controlled. Like, it handled really well. I thought it was a pretty good test, and it was still impressively quiet it was rain truly coming down sideways it was miserable weather and it still didn't it kept all that outside so it gives you that that mercedes Benz ride quality you know that Mm -hmm. you expect to be quiet you expect to be luxury it totally delivered that even during atrocious weather
1: that's cool Uh, i assume it sounds like you haven't had a chance to try any dc fast charging with it
2: no i haven't i only charged it sitting here in my driveway with my little little level two home charger that's it so
1: okay Cool, yeah. um And and what was the total tab on this one?
2: Oh, the total tab on uh, ye oldie Mercedes is, um, oh my gosh, fifty nine thousand. The I have this really poorly printed on Rody, and the crease it was folded in half is directly through all of the numbers. <laughs> um, it's fifty nine thousand. Three hundred and fifty dollars total. Oh wait, and I read it wrong. The heated seats are only five hundred bucks, so I take it back on the um, heated seats. You can guess what the other number was. Now you can't guess destination because that was it. Destination was ten fifty. So um, the heated seats are five hundred bucks.
1: Okay. All right. So. Well, Robbie, I believe you also have a Mercedes electric SUV in your driveway.
3: I well, I did. It's gone okay. now. Okay. They've taken it. They've taken it away. Um. I had the uh, the EQS SUV, so it's just an SUV party over here. I love Mercedes SUVs. And um, for you know, it's you know the the EQS SUVs. Essentially, to me, it's 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 better than the sedan, and mostly because of that rear seat. The sedan, the rear seat, there's not a lot of headroom for tall people, just because of the design of the vehicle. You know, Mercedes is really going for that super slick um drag coefficient so it doesn't have that s-class level rear seat the eqs suv on the other hand does have a nice uh rear seat so just because of that it's the better it's the better um the better luxury uh eqs because a lot of these s-class and s-class evs i mean a lot of people want to sit in the back of them and be fancy Mm -hmm. and and feel be driven they want to be driven around, yeah. So you get in the back of the EQS SUV, and you know you can adjust the seats, and you have a, sc- a screen, and then you have a little tablet, and you have, you have all the things that you're expecting. Um, my biggest issue was that they outfitted it with white carpet in wintertime. Oh, Ooh. God. And I mean, so wh- white carpet's probably not a great idea anytime. anytime Any time, yeah. 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 <laughs> so the carpet was just a mess by the time i came (laughs) back because we you know i was driving it around i wasn't really driving around in mud but uh, you know people getting out of the car it was raining all week um and then we did the video shoot and it hadn't rained but this then the ground's still damp and so the the inside of the 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 SUV was just sort of a mess and i felt really bad when the when the
1: um the fleet company guy came like i don't know why they He's like i don't know (laughs) Because I'm like I'm sure they've had to they've had to clean that carpet a few times already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They probably so, knew what
2: they were in for.
1: Yeah. So, but you know, outside
3: of that, um, no, it's it's a a good car. I really I really enjoyed it. Um, I drove it around for about a week, and hold on, I'm trying to find my so many scripts so many words. Sorry, I have a thousand, again, a thousand things going on. Um, I had the rear wheel drive 450 plus. So it's sort of the long range version of the vehicle. Um, it has a, a, uh, range of, uh, EPA range of 305 miles, which is, you know, which is nice. Um, if you get, yeah, if you get the 450, uh, formatic or the 580 formatic that drops down to 85 miles. So it's only a 20 mile drop. If you throw in uh, the extra two uh, wheels spinning around. Um, and it's only a few thousand bucks to uh, – it's only $3,000 more if you get the 450 4 So if you drive snow or whatever, literally whenever I, th- I think people should get the 4Matic so you don't have to put chains on. That's the <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Put better Although, tires on. De- but de- really depending, de- depending on – de- yeah, I mean depending on what tires you have on it, you may want the chains anyway. Yeah, if but you- – if you do winter tires and, you know, you're going to go up to Tahoe or, you know, Mammoth or somewhere in the wintertime, you know, then uh then you're fine. But if you, otherwise, you know, you'll you'll definitely want uh chains.
2: I've Uh-oh. never had to drive a car that had chains on it ever. I've never done it.
1: Not neither have I. Uh, oh, um the reason I, I,
3: I whenever I'm I'm driving in a vehicle and I want all wheel drive. When it comes to snows in California, if you're driving up to the mountains, and it's a two-wheel drive vehicle, it, they, don't, they, they just make you put chains on it. Uh-huh. But if it's all-wheel drive, I like, can yeah, just go, just go, just go. <laughs> so for <laughs> Even snowboarding, high-performance summer tires on it. Yeah, yeah, they don't know um, because I've seen a car with all-wheel drive <laughs> with high-performance summer tires on it get stuck on a little teeny-tiny incline. Just they were parked spinning. right next to me. Yeah, and, uh, and and the person did a. The person did not know how to drive in the snow or ice. B. Um, they were sliding. They they had they also had a. I, I don't know why they decided to park their WRX next to my WRX because I guess it was cool. And then their car uh, proceeded to slide into my car. So me and my cousin were stopping no. it from doing that. And it, and the guy was getting super frustrated. And I said, uh, Do you want me to pull it out for you?
2: Did you drive it out for him?
3: No, no. He's like, oh, no, no. I'm like, you just gotta be because you know it's a, it's a manual transmission. I'm like, you just gotta be gentle, because he was just like, oh. I'm like, what do you think is going to happen? Take a
2: deep breath, slowly. We got in front of it. and We pushed
3: sideways. it. He like pulled out gently and then drove away. I'm like, that guy's gonna have a bad time driving home. Um, yeah. So yeah. So anyway, it's like three thousand bucks more if you if you get the EQS if you have the 450 plus to get the 450 fourmatic. You might as well just. I mean, you've already spent. A big pile of cash on it, anyway. Um,
2: <laughs> Spend another <laughs> small pile, and you'll have a better one. Yeah, you already
3: <laughs> spent a big pile of cash. Um, so it's like one hundred. Uh, the vehicle is one hundred four thousand four hundred dollars. Yeah. So just the starting. So yeah, three thousand bucks more is like eh, yeah, nothing. It's nothing anything to Anything over anything over a hundred grand. Yeah. I just started throwing it. If you want the five eighty plus the, or the five eighty formatic. It's, it's over $20,000 more for the extra power. And I'm just like, yeah. Do you really need <laughs> That's my, my whole thing with the S-Class, um, and anything S-Class adjacent. Is it, do you really need to be going that, it's not really, It's that's not, you know, that's not its deal. You know, what I mean? it's, its deal is to just drive around and be very comfortable and be very luxurious. And yeah, sure, you can get the five, and I've driven the five eighty, and it's really fun. They're Like, oh, it goes fast.
1: But um, I think I think the thing is, you know, if you have that kind of money and you want to own that kind of vehicle, you want the most of everything. I want all the things. But you want all the things. I guess. I don't know. It just
3: seems like a lot of extra money for some stuff that you're most most of the time you're not going to be using. The four fifty plus four fifty plus has three hundred fifty five horsepower, four hundred nineteen pound feet of torque. The uh, the 584 Matic has 536 horsepower, 633 pounds of uh, pound feet of torque. So it is a big jump for all that money. Again, I've driven all three of these cars, and oh, it's, it's you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. It's it's, it's adequate. Fa- oh, it's in, fast.
1: In any, in any trim.
3: Yeah, it's an SUV. Ooh, it's fast. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> it's it's, at, it's it's more. It's fine. But you know, you you do what you got to do. You know, you 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 spent your I don't know how you get your money. Maybe you're I don't know. Uh, you got your drug money. I don't know how you're how you're making all this money. I, it's, it's not a regular job, right? <laughs> <laughs> Are people rich? It's can't. It's not like just jobs, right? Um, anywho, so the, the vehicle has 305 miles of range. I did a range run. Uh, it was cold. It was 30 degrees that day, so it dropped it down to. I got 280 uh, miles of range, so I lost 25 miles of range uh, during my run. Um, it was one of the colder days here in, uh, Northern California. It does get cold. We, I have a little kiddie pool in my backyard that the dogs like play in. It was frozen. Um, the top was frozen. I don't think people realize that it does get that cold up here in Northern California a few days a year. Um, so yeah, yeah, no. So it's, you know, 108.4 kilowatt hour, uh, battery pack. So it's a large pack, but they're still using 400 volts. They're still using the folder volt architecture. Um, Mercedes has essentially said, yes, they're going to be moving to 8 or 900 volts in the future. Um, that said, they are really pushing that 400 volt architecture to the limit. They have a 200, it'll charge at 200 kilowatts um, at a compatible DC fast charger. Uh, Mercedes says it'll go from 10 to 80% in about 31 minutes. Um, when you put the car into, when you tell the car you're going to a charger, it will start um, preconditioning the battery. Um, because of a uh, charging station, I was like, oh, I should go to the charging station this morning just to give it a go. And I had to do some shopping. Um, it was, it's, again, they're only like a few miles from my house. So I put the charging, I'm like, oh, I'll precondition the battery. And it's like, Hey, it's not going to be preconditioned. You're going three miles. <laughs> <Five feet. laughs> Settle down. <laughs> yeah, it, t- it takes a while to precondition it. Yeah. Cause I got to warm up the whole pack. It's, you know, uh-huh. um, so yeah, but, uh, in 31- 31,
2: would it have helped at all? Like if you tried to precondition it, it's like, okay, like if you've partly preconditioned, would that make it any better? Is it worth I the
1: time it? Yes. It, it'll help a little. I mean, a it, it, depen- it depends on what the, what the temperature is and, you know, how, how close you are, you know, to the optimal temperature. Um, I'm just know, curious. It, 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 yeah. It, it'll help a bit. It, it was so, also was
3: it- still cold uh, yeah. outside. I think at that day it was 40. They had warmed up. Um, so yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was, and, and it had been sitting all night. So it was probably like 30 in the evening. Um, by the time I got to the car to drive it to the to the charger, it was about forty. Anywho, two hundred kilowatts. Uh, no, that's you know that's good. I I, I wish it was an eight hundred volt system. I wish it was three hundred kilowatts. But what are you going to do? Um, yeah, overall, you know, it's a nice car. It's 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 got the Mercedes. It's got the hyperscreen. screen. Um, I will tell you, I've had multiple people in uh, Mercedes Benz's with the uh, that passenger screen, and no one cares. Literally no one cares. Like, <laughs> no one wants to use it. <laughs> no one. It's, it's the the thing is, is, that you're, 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 you're battling the phone. that's already in their pocket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, look, you can look on this. You can use, here's some Bluetooth. They had Bluetooth ear um, headphones in the car. So you could use, cause there were screens in the back. So everyone could be listening or watching or doing something different and ignoring the driver who is, if they're my age, probably listening to Nirvana or something. And they, uh, I'm like you can do that and my wife's like oh, okay and my mother-in-law's like okay and other people are like okay. Um and then you would can it, Would it make a difference if you were like on a long road trip? I don't think so. I don't I, I mean maybe? You're like, "Oh, you can watch your movie on here instead of on your tiny phone." And I guess that might make a difference, you know, hey, you can you could watch something on this instead. Um but the, the I I wonder if there's well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. In the back seats, I think, if you had kids, um, I think it would be more of a difference. Um, in the front seat, I think it makes less of a difference um, just because the front seat person is just used to being, you know, every once in a while they got to turn to you and, like, make sure you're still awake while you're driving. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried, you know, the, the browser to this, to that. And no one, no. I'm like, oh, you can, you can put in navigation, I guess. But the navigation is, like, two inches over to the left. Like... <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's not like they're like oh if they're in the back seat it's not like they- you got to reach all the way across the car to do it. Yeah, although they <laughs> there, there there you know there is um, you know w- with regard to the navigation you know a lot of times um, you know the the touch screen you know for entering navigation you know destination information things like that is disabled um, yeah when when the vehicle's in motion because. Um, you know, they usually don't know if it's the driver or the passenger using it. So they just, tr- oh, yeah, just yeah, lock yeah. it out. Um, and you'd have to use voice prompts, which can be problematic. So
2: I tried to. I, on- I, I, arg- oh, sorry. What well, I can never get the voice prompts in a Mercedes to listen to me. They hate me. Like, I oh, no matter what it I. It always I,
3: listens to me. I can tell, like, complex things. And it's oh, like, yeah, I got this.
2: No, I, I asked it to. I was just messing with it, playing around with it. And I asked it to take me to my house, which is a really easy address, which I say all the time. And it's like I'm sorry, I can't do that. I'm like, why? I'm like eight miles away. I feel like you can get me there. Couldn't understand oh, me. Uh, so there you try, go.
3: So maybe for that, I try
2: like anytime I try to give it to, like ask it to do something. Where is the nearest? This I I have the worst time. I don't know what it is with the Mercedes Benz stuff. Or then it says sure, I'll take you there. And I'm someplace where I know where I am, like in my own town, and I know that it's ten minutes away. And I'm like how come this driver is taking me an hour and a half? It's 10 minutes down the road that way. Like I just can't figure out It doesn't like me. I I have issues with it. I just am always finding it's not efficient. And then I tried it when I was Boston to get around. My friend and I were just messing with it. And even as she's saying, take me here, he's like, why is it taking it this way? This is four minutes down that road, and it's taking it like 25 minutes over there. So, yeah, I fight with the Mercedes navigation
3: To be be fair, the Mercedes, I don't know what you just said. I can't understand you over your thick accent. Oh, Shush.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Be quiet! I hate you, Robbie. <laughs> uh, yesterday, my wife and I went out to lunch in the uh, Hyundai Ionic Five, and when we were coming back, she wanted to stop off and get a coffee at uh, this local coffee shop called Hyperion Coffee. And you know, it's like I knew how to get there, but I wanted to try the, yeah. the voice voice recognition. And so, you know, using the the the, the embedded, not not Android Auto, uh, I tr- I said, you know, navigate to Hyperion Coffee. And tried it multiple times, and my wife also tried it, uh, and it kept pulling. It would not pull up Hyperion Coffee in in Ypsilanti, where I live. Instead, it kept try, it kept pulling up Hyperion Towers in like North Carolina, six hundred and fifty like, miles away.
2: How does that happen? That like you, <laughs> see, I know that there's algorithms and there's. Mathy math and engineers and they math-y all are math. supposed to well, do this. And,
1: funky and, like, <laughs>
2: and Mathy math and the Funky bunch are supposed to know that I am in, say, Michigan, not in South Carolina. <laughs> it's like, let me bring you up some place that is literally hundreds of miles away, as and opposed to a place math. that's it, five minutes away.
1: Well, and and it turned out you know, when when we uh, when I was stopped at a at a red light, you know, I tapped in, you know, Hyperion Coffee and pulled up the list. And on the, on the list, it, it, when I scrolled down, it did show Hyperion Coffee, but it showed as Hyperion Coffee Company. And so then I backed <laughs> up and it I tried different. it again and I said navigate to Hyperion Coffee Company and it got it, See, which is, you know, this- be, no. so I feel like that's yeah. Hyperion Coffee Company's fault. Why would you call yourself that?
2: I <laughs> put a word like company in there just to confuse well, incorpor- car navigation systems. But,
1: but I mean, me know, it. with 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 Android Auto, you know, with Google <laughs> Assistant, you know, Google Maps or with Apple Maps, you know, it knows enough. You know, it knows it. They they know the different aliases for names, and you know, with Apple, I think with Android Auto, I can or Google Maps, I can just say navigate to Hyperion, and not even say coffee. And it'll know where I want to go. Oh, uh, you know, I wish. Yeah, Google's the maps only one around. It's probably have... the best, but even that, it's it's a lot of
3: like, I'll go, I'll want to go to the same place a lot of times. And sometimes it'll just give me the most ridiculous, insane thing. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not where I want to go. <laughs> and then, like, I, everyone, there's a Del Taco along the route um, when I do my range run. And sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, it's the middle of the day. I haven't eaten that. Maybe I'll go to Del Taco and get like a soda and, and a burrito. And it will give me everything but Del Taco. Everything else with taco in it. (laughs) not the taco you want. (laughs) Want to go to Taco Explosion in Sacramento? I'm like, no. No,
2: I don't want (laughs) to (laughs) go.
3: That's funny. Uh, All right. Anything
1: else on the EQS SUV?
3: Oh, EQS SUV. Oh, it still has, you know, the EQS um, 10 degrees of uh, rear steering um, standard. And it is the best. And after – when I drove the EQS sedan, um, I don't know, months ago, um, after having that thing around for a, a week, I was like, every big car should have rear wheel steering. And it's – you know they have it on here. And there was – we went to a, a Mexican restaurant because, of course, we did. And the parking the, – the, where we were going to park, like right behind it, it was really a, a parking spot for like a MINI. Uh-huh. Um, it was wide enough for the EQS and long enough, but right behind it was like a pole and then another pole and then a light pole. And when we pulled into it, there was no one parked next to it because it was a, a handicapped spot. And when we, when we left, someone was in the handicapped spot. And if it had been a regular SUV, I w- I'd i would probably still be there trying to like pull, <laughs> you know, a 70-point turn, trying to pull it out. With the with that 10 degrees <coughs> of rear steering, it was just like boop. Right you just up. turn it all away and we got out and I was just like well this is the best thing that's ever happened is, is <laughs> verbal steering um, so yeah AQS SUV uh, try to talk your passengers into using that uh, passenger screen I don't know it's I, I...
1: <laughs> when, 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 I, when I had uh, Jeep uh, Grand Cherokee I think yeah. uh, with, the, uh, with the passenger side screen in there I tried to get my wife to try it out she played with it for a couple of minutes and yeah okay fine whatever I don't need this
2: my husband yes, and yeah. kids both thought it was really cool. They were like, oh, there's a screen. They're, I'm,
1: you know. I'm, I'm wondering, did they, yeah. no, did they like,
3: yay, excitement? And then, like, a few minutes later, they're like on their phones.
2: <laughs> no, my husband was like totally messing around with it, like, the whole drive. And then I was like,
1: Stop. yeah, but your husband's an engineer.
2: He is. And, oh, and the, yeah, okay. When, we got
1: to, we got to, we got well, we to.
2: One child engineers. is studying to be an engineer, and the other one is is in creative writing. So even the creative writing one who's not like, an engineer <laughs> spent half her time fiddling around with a screen too. So I don't know. Uh, they had they liked the little screen.
1: I, I, I just wonder if you know if these passenger side screens are going to be like three D TVs, you know, and there'll be a fad that you know for five six seven years, you know, you couldn't buy a TV that didn't have three D in it, and then they just disappear.
2: I kind of think you're right. I really. I mean, yeah. even when they're fun to play with, I think part of why they were playing with it was the novelty of it. Like, I never had a screen sitting in the front seat at the passenger side. I don't know that it was, like, something that they would ever think or I would ever think, well, I'm only going to get this because this car has that passenger screen. That other one, no passenger screen, I'm out. That would never happen.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they put games on it with, like, controllers and stuff. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean they do for the rear seat displays for
3: yeah a
1: lot of the rear seat infotainment. You can do
3: like yeah they, HDMI yeah. inputs and everything. So yeah. that would, it make yeah it makes a ton of sense for the for the rear passenger screen. I'm still like uh, I know there's somebody out there, and it turns out it's Nicole's family. I know there's right, people you know. out there who so I just I, I cannot get people. anyone to care. Yeah. They're like oh cool,
1: <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know you can support wheelbearings directly head to patreon.com slash wheelbearingsmedia and you can become a patron today your contributions will help fund the platforms and tools we use to bring the podcast to you and exclusives and improvements are already on the way thanks to your generosity so if you want to be part of an automotive podcast like no other head to patreon.com slash wheelbearingsmedia all right um, well I also had an SUV sort of um, you know but uh, I had the uh, 2023 Mazda CX-5 Carbon Edition, which Ooh. is you know, Mazda's um, compact crossover, uh, which I'm, I'm guessing in the next year or two, it will probably go away and, and be subsumed by the CX-50. Yeah, because um, yeah, they're, they're both pretty similar in size. Although the CX-5, you know, it's got a different, different styling. The CX-50 is more sort of rugged styling uh for you know for a similar size vehicle um the cx5 you know is is more the design language that mazda has been doing for the last eight nine ten years uh and i i i really like the cx5 i've i've always really liked it i like driving it and it's funny you know having had the the rav4 uh adventure just a couple of weeks ago and you know then getting into this one um the difference is like night and day. The, the interior of the CX-5 feels so much more premium, uh, much more upscale. Um, the the ride is much more refined. The engine sound, much more refined. It's not as noisy as the engine in the Toyota was. Um, it, it actually has slightly less power than the Toyota did. Uh, I think it's about 187 horsepower, if I recall correctly. Um, yeah, 187 and 186 foot-pounds of torque. Uh, and it's only a six-speed transmission, but it it feels strong. Uh, you know, it it never, even with you can get the CX-5 with a turbocharged version of this 2.5-liter four-cylinder, um, and I love that turbo version. But even this one is more than adequate. I you know I like driving it. Um, the Carbon Edition uh, is only available in the the Cyber Metallic Gray color uh, with black wheels and, and black trim on the grill and, and everything. Um and you know looks a little more stealthy I guess um you know personally <laughs> if if I was buying a CX five I would not go for the cyber metallic gray I would get soul crystal red because soul crystal that's the, crystal oh, red. That's the only to. color that Mazda should be built in
2: I yeah
3: feel like I don't if even
1: you know buy why, why I...
2: Mazda in any other color you have made a terrible terrible if something's error. happened
3: yeah. Yes. Like they ran out of red unless paint. you're colorblind you know in which maybe case you're colorblind. Is red-green colorblind you can't see. You can only see? Would you not be able to see, see the or, red? Oh, I forget. So I, I don't know. I forget. So I'm funny. sorry for colorblind people. I don't remember.
2: the prettiest red that you're missing, if yeah. you're missing. Please
3: yell at me
1: on Twitter and tell me <laughs> what happens with red-green colorblind. Sorry, I misspoke. The, the color is actually polymetal gray, not cyber gray. It's I poly like cyber gray better.
2: Cyber gray sounded kind of like...
1: Polymetal.
2: Polymetal sounds... That sounds cool.
1: Like a bunch of metals. It's still it's just like gray.
3: Of, it sounds like Ozfest, is what it sounds like, just a bunch of metal bands <laughs> together.
2: Polymetal. metal,
1: poly twenty twenty three. Bunch of, <laughs> bunch of uh, old eighties hair bands. <laughs> <sighs> um, and the interior of this one had the the red trim, so red seats, red leather seats, uh, which look really great. Um, I just I just really like driving the CX five. You know, it's it's a great vehicles if you if you want something you know in a compact crossover um you know i think this this is a fantastic option you know i think i think it's one of the best looking vehicles in the segment um outside and inside uh, the i think the only real complaint that that some people will have is the absence of the touchscreen. for for me it doesn't bother me yes yes i will take
2: the, that criticism i want yeah. a touchscreen, but yeah otherwise i'm with you Sam. i love that car
1: Yeah, Um, and um, in the uh, you know when you use Android Auto, it's it's a the screen is a wide screen. So if you use Android Auto or Apple CarPlay, it actually uses the full width of the screen. So in Android Auto, it shows you two panes. So if you're using maps and you've got something playing uh, in a in a streaming app, um, you'll get the the map taking up like two thirds of the screen, and then the the left third or the right third. Um, will be the, the media control part of it, and you can easily swap those back and forth uh, and, and go to other stuff. So it, it's very, very easy to use. It it utilizes all the, the available screen. Um, one thing about, <clears throat> about Mazdas uh, that we've talked about in the past, uh, when you do connect a phone and use the projection system, it actually disables the built-in uh, voice recognition so in, in most vehicles, when you, when you connect your phone, um, if you press the voice button on the steering wheel and just give it a you know, quick click, uh, the, a normal click, it'll bring up the embedded voice recognition system. And then if you press and hold for a second or two, then it'll bring up either Google Assistant or, or Siri, whichever, type, whichever phone you're using. Um, in the case of Mazdas, once you connect your phone, it disables the, the built-in system. So you, if you know, if you're using you know Google Maps or Apple Maps for navigation, but you want to um, use you you can still use you know like Sirius XM or um, or a terrestrial radio station, but you won't be able to tune those with voice because the the phone assistants don't know they don't have the interface to control those. So, uh-huh. so if you want to change to a different station in, in Sirius XM mm-hmm. or on the radio, um, you actually have to do that manually with the controller on the, um, the center console. Um, but, you know, for me personally, that doesn't matter because I don't use any of those. So no big deal. Um, other thing, um, compared to the, uh, the RAV4, which you know, I complained about that one, it was only getting about 26 and a half miles per gallon. Uh, which was kind of uh, unimpressive for a vehicle that size um, this one uh, I got uh, almost thirty miles per gallon just shy of thirty miles per gallon with it um, much you know even though you know similar performance um, and you know similar size both all wheel drive um, but this one got significantly better fuel economy uh, so that's that 's one thing to keep in mind of course mazda doesn 't offer a hybrid version of this, which you can Obviously, get in the Rav Four, but um, you know if you if you don't want a hybrid, um, then I think this is you know this is a really great option. Uh, this one was also significantly cheaper than that Rav Four. Uh, that the Rav Four was uh, a little over thirty nine thousand uh, dollars. This one, the Mazda, came to uh, grand total of thirty two thousand two twenty five. Uh, you want to guess on the uh, delivery charge?
3: Ooh 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 uh,
1: eleven hundred. Nicole. Uh you can
3: go one you uh, can go one dollar or thirty one hundred and one dollar.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go thirty one hundred and no, one dollar oh, over Robbie. Oh, I said it wrong. Do...
1: <laughs> so he said he said eleven $1, hundred, so eleven oh one? Yeah. Nicole wins. It was twelve oh my... seventy five. Yes,
3: it's a I felt like I had it. Well, what was it?
1: <laughs> it was twelve seventy five.
3: Twelve seventy five. So I helped you win. So in really, in it... reality, I won. <laughs> Shut up, Robbie.
2: You did not win. <laughs>
1: No, she won fair and square. She, fair and square. She finally got the right strategy as a team with the other guy who's on the other team.
2: I was gonna go with one doll. I was like, gonna go with one I'm gonna go the other way. It's no, gonna no, be no. more. It's go gonna, gonna the... be more. It's gonna be more. Yeah.
1: So, You're a winner, um, yeah. Uh, you know, something, noti- something I hadn't noticed. I done something <laughs> I hadn't <laughs> <I laughs> noticed everybody. or or uh, looked for <laughs> on Ronnie's previously until you mentioned it with the EQB, uh, yeah. Nicole, is uh, credits on here. This one does have minus uh, minus six hundred dollar credit uh, for uh, the Bose audio system, the ten speaker Bose audio system, which it didn't have, oh. and also for the power rear lift gate. Um, you know, and I, I was I was a little surprised that you know because the the key fob actually has the button for the power rear lift gate. Oh, and it wouldn't it, open. It was it wasn't oh. opening. Oh. What's wrong that's, with this thing? And, that's uh, a bummer though, because that's a trick. Yeah. <laughs> um so uh man so the the standard power rear lift gate was not there it just had a manual lift gate um and uh and then it just had the standard audio system not the 10 speaker bose which is supposed to be on the carbon edition uh so they knocked 600 bucks off so again these are things that they're doing because of the chip shortage and they're you know they're they're putting in whatever they can and you know they're having to make decisions about what features to leave off if they can't get the right chips so 32225 uh all in for the, the 2023 Mazda CX-5 Carbon Edition all-wheel drive.
2: Which is great, except it's the wrong color.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of co- different colors, um, this week um, there uh, was a new Alfa Romeo that popped up. Uh, it's uh, the Alfa Romeo Julia short wheelbase Z- Zagato. Zagato. Uh, Zagato being a, uh, an Italian design firm uh, like Pininfarina and Bertoni and others. And, and they've got a long history working with Alfa Romeo doing special editions, doing limited editions. Um, <clears throat> and uh, they are building 150 examples uh, of the uh, uh, Julia, this Julia Coupe, uh, Julia short wheelbase uh, Zagato Coupe uh, with Zagato. the uh, GTA M. V6, Um, so basically taking the Julia chassis, which is outstanding, um, reducing the wheelbase a little bit, putting a fabulous-looking coupe body on it um, in this lovely shade of green. It's gorgeous. And uh, 535 horsepower V or 533 horsepower twin-turbo V6 with a six-speed manual, which you cannot get in any other Julia. Uh, They don't sell them with with manual transmissions, but you can get this one with a six-speed. And they're only building 150 of them. What do you think? I think it's gorgeous.
2: It is so pretty.
3: I wish I had 150 of something money. Oh,
2: my gosh. Look at the (laughs) grill. The way the the Aston, not Aston, sorry, the Alpha logo is on the grill, Mm -hmm. the way they put it. That looks really cool. People, this is a beautiful car. It
3: looks fantastic, and they should make more than 150 of them. Uh,
2: yeah, they should. Because then, then people will be
3: like, yeah, because then we could drive it. We could totally afford,
2: yeah, then we could totally it. <laughs> Other people
3: would it. buy this.
2: Okay, look at the detail on the side view mirror. Do you see a little Italian flag that's like underneath the mirror? It's like yeah, the there's... side of your mirror. It's like, it's like it's flat, but the little pieces, it's got the Italian flag, the colors of the flag just like sitting there underneath the mirror.
1: Yeah, so the arm coming off the door that holds the mirror is green, uh, matching the body color. And then you've just got this little strip of the, the Italian tricolore, the, the green, white, and red.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, it, that, uh, it's, it's a nice, nice little detail touch. And it looks like a carbon fiber cap it on top does. of that.
2: Oh, my gosh. This is beautiful. I want this. Look yeah. at all the green details inside. Did you look at the interior of this thing?
1: Yeah. No, It's fantastic. And the Great seats and the
2: googly moogly. This is gorgeous.
1: Yeah, googly moogly. <laughs> it, what, what is that
3: from? What's googly? Oh. Uh, how, how do you spell that?
2: <laughs> how Great you
3: googly want. moogly. It's from. <laughs> it's a rapper. Googly
2: moogly is it? I don't know. I just say that. I've said that.
3: Uh,
4: I've long uh, used. It's going to drive me <clears throat>
2: for something that I just think is just amazing. That are amaze balls. That's my other go-to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, sadly. Probably none of us, except maybe Robbie. Oh, actually, you know what? Maybe, maybe you and uh, Eileen can get one of these for the Mila next year.
2: <laughs> it wouldn't qualify because it's not. Um, oh, do an, you
1: have to use a vintage car for the for
2: the, for the, for the, for the actual Mille You have to use a pre nineteen fifty seven car, unless you're doing the the green. They have a Mila Mille green ah, which okay. lets you enter EVs only, and then okay. of course you can enter new vehicles because EVs. Weren't you know a thing back in 1957?
1: Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure you'll find something interesting to drive. Yeah, we'll find something. All right. Uh, speaking of, uh, of modern vintage cars, um, AC Cars, uh, believe it or not, is still around, um, and at least in some form. Uh, AC was the uh, the British company that built the original AC Ace uh, in the 1950s and early 60s, which became uh, which uh, some guy named Carroll uh, used as the basis. Um, he, he took the Ace, took out the, <laughs> the English six-cylinder engine, some guy uh, put, it, put in a big Ford V8, um, and uh, renamed it the Cobra, uh, and it became a legend. <laughs> and um, AC has um, it's, it's, it's had its challenges over the years, uh, but uh, it's still still kicking around. And this week they announced the AC Cobra GT Roadster. Which has a 654 horsepower Ford Coyote V8, the five liter V8. Um, And it's uh, what, 11 inches longer. Um, It still looks like a Cobra, uh, but they've stretched it. Oh, sorry, it's 14 inches longer. The wheelbase is 11 inches longer. Uh, That'll be nice. Just over 3,000 pounds. A little bit more stability for 654 horsepower. Yeah.
2: Just a little extra. (laughs)
1: Um, and, uh, these, uh, no word on us availability yet. Um, and, uh, 12 of these. Yeah. The, the images they've dropped, you know, these teaser images, you know, it's sitting in shadow. Um, yeah, there probably won't be very many of them and they'll probably be ridiculously expensive. Yeah. If you, if you could afford it, would you want one?
4: If I could afford
2: it.
3: If I could afford it, nah, probably not. There's like there's a, that, a bunch of other cars first. I'd probably take it, yeah, I'd
2: do that alpha that we just saw, the alpha, the zagato, the green mm. one, the great googly moogly car, I'd take that first
3: great <laughs> okay, googly moogly
2: yeah I mean, so. if I just had money like laying around, you're like, Nicole, you want one here, you got tons of money, you're might as sure yeah. Throw that sucker in the garage, but I don't know that i would I would seek this one out, would you?
3: maybe i don't know i have to sit in it it's a it's a roadster so who knows yeah. <laughs> who knows if i'm going to fit yeah. my well, head longer can
2: get in it yeah but still yeah, the
3: Robbie actually yeah they made it longer probably for the for the for the engine and for other things They're full of british engineering and
1: and electronics which those are just going to fail oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. I I suspect that aside from the the engine management system, um, AC is probably going to keep that stuff to a bare minimum on this thing.
3: Okay. Well, in that case, if there's not going to be a lot of stuff that they can mess up, then I'm down.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. Other uh, one, other brand new vehicle was uh, revealed this week: <clears throat> the uh, 2024 Hyundai Kona. Um, the Kona. Yeah. And Kona. guess what? It's bigger. Bigger six than 6 inches. Yeah, 6 inches longer. It's,
3: it's just like the AC thing It's longer. The yeah. <laughs> Cobra GT. <laughs>
1: well, it's the now, same thing. Now, now the Kona is basically I think pretty close to where the previous generation tucson was because the new tucson also it's got also significantly got, everything's bigger. getting
2: bigger <laughs>
1: everything so, gets bigger so the 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 kona now is now the two where the tucson was a year ago or two years ago so the venture next year will be the size of the
3: kona the venue venue sorry yeah the venue yeah. that's a venture like,
2: venture wait what?
3: Did the, the venture the venue i'm still half asleep <laughs>
1: um what do you think of the styling of this new kona I'm very angry because I have a Kona and
3: You're it doesn't look angry. like this. <laughs> so, I mean, it's going to be a, another probably ten months, eight months before this thing is av- available to to for, for regulars to buy. But still, come on. Just I like how just, it
2: looks. I think it looks. Yeah, good. I like how it
3: looks. It looks better than my Kona. And so sorry, sorry. I'm just. I'm going to send an angry letter to Hyundai. <laughs> like,
2: how dare hey, you? After I have one already. How Dare you? How dare you save a better design for not mine? Six
3: inches? Does that mean there's more room in the back? They don't give us a lot of
1: information. Well, that, yeah, I mean that—that that is the really the one downside of the current Kona is the back seat is pretty tight. I can fit my dogs in there. Yeah, a big a German
3: Shepherd and then a tiny German Shepherd. But if I had six inches more, I could probably get a third dog. <laughs> I don't know.
2: You can get a whole other dog in there. I love that you are yeah. measuring in dogs. That's a third. Everything, dog.
3: everything, everything in our fam and and my family went from uh, my wife wanting something fast, fun, and with the managed transmission to will the dogs fit in it. That's it. That's yeah. that's the big switch over in the family so we have the brz for the fast fun thing but now we have the the kona so she you know it's cheaper to drive around it's an ev we feel better about you know not destroying the planet as much and um and of course it fits the the dogs but of course when the uh when the when the the uh the id buzz comes out then we're we're, we're lining up for that thing we're like oh we can put the dogs in and we can take Is buzz.
2: that your big next one you're all about the id buzz
3: we're all about the id buzz it's a it's, uh, it's vehicle to load oh we can do vehicle to load. we can use the battery when we're not driving the
4: car oh man it's gonna be so great
3: i i think i talked to my my cousin who has a a, a model three who by the way everyone hates <laughs> they don't hate it they just don't really it's just not they they're not fans of, of them they like to drive it but no one else likes to sit it because it's not a comfortable car for passengers and uh i remember my cousin being very excited about buying the uh model 3 and then he had it and now it's his wife's car and he drives an outback and he loves his outback <laughs> <laughs> he's just like ah, just, i just want a car <laughs> yeah. so i but got i told them about experiment yeah i told them about the id buzz and they were just like oh they got very excited about the fact that it was a van and they could do all this stuff with it they don't have their kids are all moved out <laughs>
4: so i don't know i think when well, they did
3: it. They like they're very excited about the fact when the kids visit and they pick up family. They can throw them all in the back of the ID Buzz and cruise around.
1: Well, uh, apart apart from the increased size, you know, Hyundai hasn't given us a whole lot more detail about this new Kona, um, except that it's going to be available as an EV again, um, as a hybrid, and with a gas engine. And interestingly, they say that this time they designed it first as an EV, so presumably they packaged things a little better. They haven't given any details. You know, is it using the EGMP hardware, or just an update of the current Kona EV hardware, like the the new Nero does? Because the Nero doesn't have the 800 volt architecture. Yeah, it's still the old. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't know what's what's going to be in this Kona, if it's going to be 800 volt or 400 volt. Um, but uh, from a from a design perspective, you know, it looks like they've taken bits of the the um, the Tucson, the new Tucson. And also some elements of the Ionic Five, because it's got the, the pixel lights in the front and in the back, uh, you know, and the, you know the slim horizontal running lamp across the front and the slim horizontal tail lamp across the back, and then some other lights in the uh, in the grill, pixel lights in the grill. Um, for, but that and that's only for the EV. Um, so it's going I'm looking forward to seeing more of this thing.
3: Yeah, because it, it they have to. I think they need to stay in that thirty four, thirty five thousand dollar spot, or they yeah. start edging up against the Ionic Five. Um, so you know, giving us like a year or so and not telling us what platform it's on is 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 interesting. Um, yeah, but the fact yeah, EV first is very. I mean, that's it's just smart because you you know we, we start to build gas cars. But we as as an automaker, we know that EVs are going to start, you know, there's going to be more and more people buying EVs. And if we want to be we want to continue to be efficient, which um, the Hyundai Motor Group is with their vehicles when it comes to EVs, they're very efficient uh, Mm. compared to a lot of other vehicles on the market. Um, You know, we got to we got to, you know, we got to make sure we continue to be efficient with a larger car that Robbie could put more dogs in. (laughs)
2: We needs at least three dogs guys get on this
3: three dogs we're not getting another dog we got two dogs we got three cats we're fine we i think we're good but just in case
2: (laughs) just in case that third dog comes along
3: just in case my wife's like oh look at this dog and i'm like we're not getting another dog and then then two days later i'm like i'm in love with this dog he's my best friend (laughs) which
4: Uh, is what
1: happens um all right um one last thing before we answer a couple of listener questions um we're coming up to the end of 2022, and um, got a question for both of you. Oh. Uh, of the cars that you've driven this year, what were your favorites? One, just to drive, and what was your favorite that you would actually want to own? Oh. Um
2: This was not in the show notes. I was not prepared to have to answer this
3: question.
1: Uh, is is sport?
2: favorite cars of 2022? It? Oh, it does. Drive I just saw own. Kona. I totally – I missed that.
3: Okay. Um, uh, you, I'll let you go first since you're ready, apparently. No, I'm not.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not. I, hey, I went first for the, the review because you were still sleeping. You go first for this one.
3: Okay. Um, okay. Uh, uh, one of the favorite cars is the Tycon Sport Turismo. Just, It's a wagon. It's a Tycon, It's a Porsche. It's electric. It's, it's fantastic. I just I absolutely love that car. Um, this is the car I would buy if I were if I you know if I wasn't a writer. <laughs> if
4: you weren't a writer, if I, I had a real more do-
2: of a budget,
3: if I had a real job, this if is, we had more patrons, yeah, everyone sign up, become patrons, and then I will every week I'll talk about my Taycan Sport Turismo, and I will do whatever mm-hmm. videos I will do TikTok dances, whatever. Yeah, if we get the <laughs> Taycan Sport Turismo, um, uh, some other car I really love the EV6 GT. Um, I drove that uh, I don't know, last week, week before. It doesn't matter. I drove. It's um, to me, it's like the Taycan Sport Turismo baby. It's like a baby <laughs> like <on> Sport Turismo. <laughs> it's it's, it's quick. more affordable. Sport <laughs> yeah, Turismo. it's quick. It doesn't handle it quite as well um, because it's not a Porsche and it's not you know over a hundred thousand dollars. But uh, for the money, you're getting a lot of a lot of fun in a in an EV from Kia again. That's um, <clears throat> The, the GR Corolla. I really love GR Corolla. The GR86, the Toyota GR86, um, which is essentially you – because know, I haven't driven the BRZ version. That's really it's, – mm-hmm. it's it's one of those. That they're essentially the same vehicle except for there's a little bit of different tuning. The BRZ is supposed to be a little, a little bit tougher to drive than the, the GR86, which means I probably would want the BRZ, to be honest, because that's the kind of idiot that I am. Um, I like a challenge. And – what else? And uh, the Ionic Five. I've had the Ionic Five a couple times, and every time I'm reminded how much I love that car. And that's the one that will. If if we weren't getting the ID buzz, we're probably getting <laughs> Ionic Five. One of those is probably going to be the vehicle we can. We'll actually get. But Tycon Sport Turismo, just hands down.
2: You know, what? it's weird. I'm looking at the cars that I drove this year. I literally just pulled up my giant list of vehicles driven,
3: and well, you have a list.
2: I have a. I, will mean, I, have, a, will I have a. I have a list. I don't
3: even because... have. I, I just have, to do. Remember. I have a list
2: of all the. Well, I have a. Actually, it's the spreadsheets, my billing spreadsheet, So I know who I'm billing for what, as a freelancer. Uh, so, I what, as a freelancer uh, so I know what I drove because I look at this list. You're a genius. I don't have that. So See, that's your problem, this.
1: Robbie. You actually have to bill for all that, all that work you're doing. You bill. And you, you can don't afford bill. that sport tourism.
2: Right. If you actually bill, that's the next step. Don't just write it, bill it. Um, oh. I drove a lot of really good cars for different reasons that I really liked. Like, I'm going back, like, this one is from June, like the Cadillac Escalade V series. That was stupid, crazy fun. That great big beast of an SUV that just sounds ridiculous and is just super fun to drive. Uh, that was super fun. I love that one. Um, I the the F one fifty Lightning. That's that's a great truck. Like driving around the F one fifty Lightning, uh, I enjoyed that. And I'm with you, Robbie, on the EV six GT. I know we just drove that. Uh, like you said, a week a week and a half ago. It is, there's something just insanely cool about like, yeah, I'm going to the track in my Kia. Like, it's just, it just is so cool that they can do that in a car that's not like, oh, everybody doesn't think like super premium sports car and you're going to go to the track. I'm just taking my Kia EV to the track. I'll see you guys later. Like, it's really neat. So that genuinely was one of my uh favorite cars that I drove with this year. I really like yeah. that EV6 GT, but there were a lot of good ones. Like I said, I liked F one hundred and fifty Lightning. I like the Escalade V Series. Um.
3: I think Ford has made a lot of important cars this year. The F-150 Lightning, the uh, the Maverick, both of those were just. Mm-hmm. I think they're very important. I, I like both of those vehicles, but they're neither of them are a Porsche Taycan Cross. Well,
2: we had and the Bronco, <laughs> the, the crazy Broncos were this year too, right? Didn't the Bronco Everglades and the Bronco Raptor were those both? Yeah, this year? I had yeah, the Bronco
3: Raptor. Sure. I just felt I'm just like all right, fine. But it's like again,
2: it's like kind of like that's stupid. No one needs that, but it's so cool,
3: like that. But not my favorite car. That's 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 yeah. I think yeah, it's this ridiculous, and I could drive over I don't know children and and, and houses and, and and small countries with it. I'm uh, just I, I I, yeah. gonna go it,
2: like like full like Mad Max when he gets that. So if no you're one getting one this, of those.
4: if
3: you're gonna get that, it's it's a it is a Mad Max vehicle. It's it's a Mad Max vehicle. sans flamethrowers. You throw some flamethrowers. Flame, Flamethrowers, some spikes <laughs> I, on I it. I
1: believe those are available
3: in the official accessories catalog. Right. So, yeah, yeah. You throw some flamethrowers, some spikes on it, and you're 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 ready for the post-apocalyptic world, where essentially you're going to have to find a friend who can refine gasoline for you. But up because until you're going to need a lot of
1: it. You need yes, a lot. Of you're going to need a lot,
3: a lot, lot, a lot of gas. I, I remember just it being in the in the, my driveway next to my other cars and it was just like, just towering just, It was just ridiculous. Yeah, it was like a monster truck. And then I drive that and then I immediately get in my BRZ like to do something else and I'm like, "Ah." Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah, there were there was there were good cars this year. There were big ones. My favorite ones were big cars except for the Kia EV6 GT, which I just thoroughly I even just like the regular key ev6 like i just like that it's it's a good car they just made it
3: they took a good car and they made it bonkers
2: they made it gooder i was gonna say gooder gooder. your bonkers are gonna go with gooder they made it gooder um yeah so that i mean that that might be one of my favorite cars that i drove this year and one i could easily park in my driveway like i'm not gonna buy an Escalade and stick that in my driveway as fun as it is i don't need an f-150 but like the key ev6 the ev6 gt i could either one of those that could be a daily driver for me in a heartbeat.
3: There you go. You could just have a regular EV6 mode while you're cruising around. And right,
2: then... just like regular mode and then try You're in mode. the target
3: parking lot and you're like drift mode.
2: Drift mode. Drop my groceries in the back. I'll just like flip it open, throw the groceries in, slam the Yeah, key just key. slide yeah.
1: them out the back. Yeah, <laughs> yep. we're, we're solving problems here. Yeah, totally. problem solvers.
2: That's the problem
1: solvers. I would definitely put the, the Lucid Air Grand Touring. Oh, that that's
2: list. a good one too. Oh, that's a good and, car.
1: And the Audi E-Tron GT. I didn't get. I still yeah. haven't gotten to drive a Taycan, but you know the E-Tron GT. You know is pretty close to the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Ionic Five, awesome. Um, and um, let's see. Oh, the um, the Cadillac CT4 V Series Blackwing, also a lot of fun. Uh, Toyota GR86, uh, but you know of. Oh, and, and the Rivian R1T, yeah, you know, I
3: think. Oh, yeah, the Rivian was really, really that's, a good. Gr- that's such a great vehicle, especially for the Lucid and Rivian are killing it. And it's the worst time ever to be killing it as a new automaker. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, both of those vehicles are out. I have the I have the Lucid uh, touring in my driveway right now. Um, and I have not gone and checked to the seat. C- I just realized I forgot to go check and see how the, the rear uh, the thing split. So I'll do that later. I haven't. I've only drove it because I'm so busy. I've only driven it to the store. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, and you right. just some but, another. We didn't. I didn't think about the Z, the <coughs> Nissan Z. Oh
1: yes, the Z. I just Absolutely, popped into
2: my Z. head. The Z that was as a sporty thing. That was. I love that car.
1: So of of and of, and of course the EV6. I, I haven't driven the GT, the EV6 GT, but the you know the the regular EV6. Uh, you know I drove the EV6 Wind All Wheel Drive to uh, to Wisconsin in May, and it was it was great. So out of all those cars, if you had to pick one to buy right now, you know, oh. that that you could, you know, reasonably afford. Oh, yeah. that we at the Ionic. Yeah, that, that would be that would be, you know within your budget. You know, yeah. Within reason. Yeah, I mean you might have to stretch a little bit, but what what would you buy out of all the stuff you drove this year?
3: Ionic five. I can we, we just paid off the BRZ. We have the Hyundai. We could probably get get out of the lease on that and we could buy the Ionic five.
4: Okay. okay.
3: It's it, it does all the things it's fast. Vehicle, it's fast charging. Vehicle load, lots of room, looks cool. It's it's the whole package, really. Sort of for the dogs will enjoy it. We'll enjoy it. Everyone's having a good time, and we'll feel like we're from the future.
2: I would drive the. I would be. Um, I'm really torn between the the Z would be my second choice, and it's a super close second choice. But i do the EV6 GT.
1: Boom. And since I since I own a Miata, you know I. I would take a pass on the g r eighty six or b r z um and and even the even the z i love the z um, but i would take the the, the regular e v six um you know i've driven i drove the g v sixty which is also a great car the g v sixty performance which one. is basically the e v six gt powertrain with nicer but, stuff inside mm-hmm. but you know i don't i don't need that much performance you know for a daily driver i think the e v six you know, all wheel drive, you know, 300 horsepower, um, you know, that is just the right balance for a daily driver. You know, it's it's rear biased, but you've also you've still got front wheel drive, you get 300 horsepower, you know, and, and whatever amount of torque it, it is, you know, it's got plenty of performance, um, you know, more, more performance than I need, you know, on a regular basis. And I think, and I, you know, as we've talked about before, you know, my personal preference i love the, the i think the ionic 5 is a great looking car but my personal preference leans towards the the ev6 styling um and and that's why they have both because you know not everybody So we can fight something. but everyone wins. We
3: can fight exactly. about which one we like better but at the end of the I day do, and I I love course. the i like
2: the, the I do love the pixelation, the pixel design that they have on the Onyx Five everywhere. The little, mm-hmm. pic- I love how that looks. Now I'm t- you can't keep saying cars that I'm now like, oh, maybe I second guess. Maybe
3: I should. Have no, gone. no, you picked your car. That's <laughs> it's, you already like, made oh, deliver your it's so house. hard. <laughs> It's a, it's, there's a lot of, yeah, it was a good year for cars.
2: It's a good year. You know what? There's some years where you would ask that question and it's only like Like, two eh. or three cars you have to pick from because you're like, it's kind of mediocre. There were a lot of really solid cars that whatever, whatever category they were, whether it was a great big SUV or an off-road vehicle or an EV or they nailed it for what they were supposed to be. That's why it's hard to decide.
1: Well, is there anything that, I guess, what what would you consider the, um, the least impressive car you drove this year? Oh, oh,
4: I, oh,
3: gosh. Oh, it was oh. the... Uh, give me two seconds. I can tell you exactly which car it was. Uh. Where's my list?
2: <laughs> you, have a, you don't have a list of all your cars, but you have a list of cars you hate? Is that normal? I have a list
3: of crap cars. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
2: These are the crappiest cars I drove in
3: 2022. Oh, it was the Lexus RX. Oh. It was just so... I just... I got in it. I drove it you and I was like... like no, it was. I just. I was like, "Why? Why? This is. It feels old. It feels like it. It. it just doesn't match up to what everyone else has right now." The, the the RX just. It. It. I was so underwhelmed driving that vehicle, and I was just like, "Why would anyone get this over literally all the other SUVs, <laughs> like large, like premium SUVs in the market?" It. It just felt. Ah. Uh... I don't know. Like you know, Toyota on one hand has you know two of my favorite cars of the year, and then the the RX is just like <laughs> I just yeah. With you know, I drove it at the 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 World Car of the Year driving.
4: Yeah.
3: I was just like, why is this on the list? It became that's that's where it, that's where it ended up being. Where I was like, I don't even understand why this car is here. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I I know other people like it, but I've, I've talked to other people. I've, I've talked to other people are like, yeah, I just don't feel like it's it's just. It's not their best. It's definitely, you know, I feel like they're really phoning it in with that vehicle. And because of it, especially, you know, I guess in a vacuum it'd be awesome. <laughs> but when you, especially when you've driven everything else, and in in, in, you're like, oh, huh.
1: It's not, yeah, again, it's not. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't break any new ground.
3: Yeah, yeah it's but sort of there. Uh, you it's know,
1: it's it, it's a big. I think I thought it was a big improvement on the previous RX, especially the infotainment and everything. Aside from the fact that it refuses to recognize me when I say, hey, "That's Lexus. right,
4: um, that's
1: but, your
2: Mercedes, exactly, your Mercedes." <laughs> but
1: but you know, other other than that, you know, I mean, yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> you know, it it doesn't. <laughs>
3: That's the thing; is that it's fine. It's just not, it, especially now. It's almost not good enough. It, it's fine, especially in the luxury world. Yeah. It's fine, just doesn't doesn't cut it when you're looking at everything. I mean, in a world with a telluride, <laughs> you can't True. be. it's fine. In a
2: world, it sounds like you're doing. In a world with a telluride, in a like world you're...
3: with a telluride, <laughs> and you know everything. You
2: yeah. know what I? My my uh, one of the least impressive. Vehicles for me, I, I had two, and I'm trying to decide which one to pick on, but I think this is the one that was the biggest disappointment was actually the, um, the VinFast.
3: Oh, yeah, the, the And you had to go all the way to VF. I
2: know. Well, you no, know, it was worth it. I just t- went
3: to LA. It was like know, a I quick to get power far. flight. It was,
2: it was disappointing because it, so, it just fell so short of my expectations.
3: And that you can't.
2: It just didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't expect it to be perfect. I didn't expect it to be like, oh my gosh, this is a groundbreaking new, unbelievable vehicle. But I expected it to be better than it was. Like it just. I felt like it should have been better. I felt like I still feel like it's not ready. I know they're shipping into the U.S. and I haven't seen one since they've gotten here supposedly. But I'm still like, really? They're they're here. Okay. I just, I was, I was, un, I just felt like it wasn't quite ready. I wanted them to make that car, work on that car for six more months before they sold it to anybody. I just wanted them to work a little bit more, refine yeah. it. It just needed refinement. The bones are good. It needed
3: refinement. The bones.
2: The bones are good. I just didn't need it. I felt like it needed refinement. So it was a bit of a disappointment to me.
3: You, for you me, it was the yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead, Robbie. Uh, you, you, you can't jump into the market with this the meh car. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Because even – I mean, again, I'm going to give a shout-out to Lucid and Rivian. They've come into the market with really great cars, and they're struggling because of what's happening right now. And if you jump into the market with a meh car, why would you think you were going to do any better than two really, really good cars on the market? That's
2: just it. Like there's really good cars from new automakers if you want to go that way. There's really, really, really good options out there that are solid, that are great to drive, that you're like, okay, this exceeds what I would have expected, or this totally nails what they said they were going to do. And I'm like VinFast, you didn't do that. You didn't, you didn't deliver, and so yeah, sorry, VinFast.
1: And then there's the Toyota BZ4X.
2: Oh, that was almost on my list.
1: <laughs> I haven't driven it yet. It's,
2: well, it's count not, yourself it's not, lucky. It wasn't at the,
3: at the at the it was it was supposed to be at the World Car Drive. It wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it they didn't probably make didn't make it. have
1: the the new wheel studs yet.
3: Um, yeah. <laughs> the uh, as far as I know, it hasn't shown up in the in the fleet. Um, I, there's two fleets up here. I haven't reached out to the fleet. Uh folks over at the other place about it yet just because it's the holidays. I'm not going to bother them. I'm trying to be a nice person. Um, so, But yeah, I, I, from everyone I've talked to, I'm just like, oh, just do it. and, and it's funny because I feel like this, the Toyota's just like here's our car. Meanwhile, Subaru, same. Car, like, you want an EV? Here, here's an EV. Fine. They gave me
2: one your, You know what? Subarus
3: like 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 rockets and and confetti. They're like, look at our EV. It's just it's such a such a weird thing to see the exact same car <laughs> being marketed completely different by two different automakers. One of them knows exactly who their owners are. They know that those people are going to be like, oh, an EV. I'm going to go i'm gonna go hiking i'm gonna put my dog in
1: it like all the things that you do with a subaru and toyota's like no eh. <laughs> no you know i mean for something that's brand new you know from the ground up that you know Toyota. it has it, it has you ah. know so so design you know it's not not great design it has so so interior it has so so range you know the range you know compared to you know like the Hyundai's and Kias and, and others, you know, in that mid to upper forty thousand dollar price range, you know, or or the 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 VW ID4, um, you know, is just kind of not that impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and you know, and it charges slowly, so you know, it's like why why would you choose this car over all the other options, you know, yep. in that size and price class? Exactly. Yeah, well, it's a shame. I mean, it, it could have been so much more. All right. Let's answer a couple of questions from listeners. Uh, these came in, um, one actually came in uh, through Discord uh, from Andy C. Uh, it says, uh, comment for the show concerning the discussion of lowish range, fast-charging EVs. As an Audi e-tron Sportback owner, I'm very experienced when it comes to this. The Sportback is an effective range of only about 190 to 200 miles when cruising at 70 miles an hour at efficiency mode when charged to 100%. <clears throat> I've succeeded in getting this range on a consistent basis. The Etron also charges exceptionally well at a flat 150 kilowatts from 20 to 80%. Um, this fits my driving style, doing two hours of driving, about 140 miles, stopping at an EA station, charging up for 15 to 20 minutes while stretching and taking a coffee or toilet break. The issue is now in, in charging station anxiety, not range. I've done short trips from the Bay, San, the Bay Area to, to, to Tahoe and Santa Barbara, On a semi-regular basis and down to L.A. and region, about four times so far. EA stations in California are getting saturated, and the reliability of these charging stations are getting worse. It's uh, not uncommon to come up to an EA station of of six chargers, and three are broken and three are taken up by EVs. I have less concern about charging stations, etc., than the reliability of these stations. I've rolled up on a station and had to wait for a spot to be available you also can't rely on the EA app to inform you of the availability of these stations. While I understand EA's updating chargers, the current state of many of these chargers in EV-friendly California needs work. Yes, um,
4: that's everything accurate.
1: Just, everything,
3: everything, yeah. um, everything. Andy just said, yes. It's it's it's. it's you, you, we're, 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 we're automakers are now relying on another automaker who's who put out a bunch of stations with old hardware, off-the-shelf hardware that are now all just dying. <laughs> And they're not updating them quickly enough. I went, yeah, I went the other day to the charger near my house, and like three of them are out. And I'm just like, okay, I guess I guess I'll just sit here while I wait for another charger to, to become available.
1: Yeah, I mean, my 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 local EA station. And I'll talk about this more next week. Um, they just replaced five of the six chargers. They they left <clears throat> the one old charger with the Chathamo connector on it uh, because uh, uh, there's still some Nissan Leaf drivers out there. Um, and they're not putting Chatamo on the new chargers, but um, the 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 new chargers um, work. You know, seem to be working much better so far. Uh, we'll see over the coming months. Um, they're eventually going to be replacing the entire network, but it's definitely going to take them some time uh, to do that. And you know, everything that Andy says in here um, was absolutely true for Tesla mm, two, three, four years ago. If you're following Tesla, uh, then you know, especially as the uh, the Model Three started to proliferate and come out in large volumes, uh, they lines. So I remember sending so many lots of lines at supercharger stations, and then charging at seven kilowatts. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) And, and and now you know, I mean, Tesla has been consistently installing more and more stations, putting more chargers at the existing stations, upgrading the chargers to version two. And, and version 3 chargers. Um, so, um, you know, it's, it's up to EA and ChargePoint and EVgo and uh, other providers to, to try to keep up. I mean, this, this is their job now. You know, we're starting to get more and more EVs on the road. You know, I've been seeing a l- more and more EVs around here, around, around where I am here in southeast Michigan, and not just EVs from the local manufacturers, you know, from Ford or from GM. Uh, I, actually, while I was charging the Ionic Five uh, the other day, um, a, uh, a Hummer, a prototype Hummer EV or Hummer SUV, pulled in next to me, um, and so you know. But I'm seeing a lot of a lot of EV sixes, a lot of Ionic fives, um, a lot more Teslas, um, you know, a lot of ID fours. Uh, a lot of VW ID4s, those seem to be selling really well around here. So there's more and more EVs showing up all the time. And the, the charge network providers really need to step up their game and start making the, the bigger investments. And um, I'm, I'm going to try and see if we can get uh, somebody on from Electrify America to, to join us uh, probably after the holidays uh, and, uh, and talk more about what they're doing and yeah see you know see what their plans are i feel like they scaled super quickly because they had to and oh. then they're like oh no
3: <laughs> they're like we got to go real quickly and then everything happened a little bit quicker like ev adoption happened quicker than they anticipated and so all their little machines are dying they're really like oh god I, you know, they're they're, def- they're not sitting around doing nothing but it's also <laughs> just like oh crap <laughs> Y'all really like those EVs, don't you? Okay, let's. See. What do we do? What do we do? Make right, a new now, one. What do we I do? Guess do we now? Got, I guess we got.
1: Guess we got to really do this now. We got to. We got to. We got to go all in. We got to you go all in. You guys
2: really like it, crud.
1: Uh. <laughs> all right. Uh. The other one. The other question uh, was from Sid Polk, um, and uh, says, "Don't expect you to be able to help. Uh, just expressing frustration. We bought a 2021 Chrysler Pacifica plug-in hybrid last April. On the whole, it is nice. However, we are having a problem now. There's some kind of heater." For the hybrid engine, which not only has a recall out, but it also failed on my van. Took it to the dealer, and they don't have the part. Latest estimate is two to three weeks from now. <coughs> However, this, there is this is some kind of bolt uh, that holds this thing in it that was cracked and failing. Normally, we would take it home and drive it as a heavy gas-only car, but without this bolt, the van won't even run. Apparently, so we are down a van for two to three weeks. The dealer has no loaner cars available. I called uh. Stellantis, and they don't have a policy providing loaners or rentals. Yeah, usually that's that's something that's done at the dealer level. If yeah. the dealer has something available, and right now most dealers don't have anything available. Yeah, anything comes in, they're selling it. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Um. So we have a history with this dealership. When they sold us the van, we told, uh, we told the salesperson that we towed a trailer to my wife's mother's house in Kentucky, about 1,000 miles away, one to two times a year. They sold us the PHEV. Uh, they had no gas engines in stock. When I got home and read the manual, it said that we weren't supposed to tow a trailer with this thing at all. Called the dealer. Jeez. They claimed that the salesmen no longer worked there. They were willing to do a trade in for a gas-only van, but there were none available nationwide because of supply chain issues. Complained about the van itself. The entertainment center supposedly supports wireless CarPlay and supports two phones. Quite often, it won't connect to either my wife's or my phone either with a cable or, or over Bluetooth, and I have to reboot the radio to get it to work. Sometimes I have to reboot my phone as well. The engine blew up on my 2014 Honda oh my gosh that this Whoa. van replaced. At least this hasn't happened yet. Sid, so. I am sorry. I don't know what
3: wow. happened. I don't know what your, what your, what your, uh, what your ancestors did to anger <laughs> the car gods. Wow. The, 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 you have a, a, a Honda engine blow. That right there that's 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 something. insane yeah. um i will say carplay uh my phone is just a mess right now and uh over the holidays i'm 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 going to reinstall it and it's just uh, every once in a while you just have to reinstall your phone so i've been having issues with carplay for months months so it might be the phone um, uh, going backwards, man. That I feel like that that dealership. If the guy doesn't. Oh, it doesn't work here anymore. What do you mean doesn't? He disappeared. If black, every time you show up, they're hiding that guy. That's what's happening. Yeah. It's
2: like quick run, quick. hide in the back room. Go, go, Phil, go. Oh,
3: Phil, quick in the back room. Here,
2: somebody put Phil in the closet. Oh, okay.
3: Two to three weeks without your car. It's everything about this is just. Uh, that's, and buying it specifically
1: to tow, and not, then and
2: not then they give you the, the
1: hybrid. You it's not supposed to tow. Oh
2: my god.
1: yeah i mean that's you know and this is this is the problem that everybody has with dealers you know it's like they especially right now because there's so little inventory still you know they they sold you they sold you what they had you know it's like get you know get this get the sale um you know and deal with it later yeah and you know then later when you realize that you're not supposed to tow with it it's like, oh, sorry. No, we yeah. sell you a gas one, but we don't have any. So. Womp, womp. Which yeah. doesn't help sit at all. No. Sorry,
3: um, this is horrible. And then the bolt's cracked, and they can't replace the bolt. That's crazy.
2: I,
1: yeah, I, don't, I don't know that what the like deal is That is like
2: a comedy that. of errors. It sounds like it's right out of like a, uh, like a movie. <laughs> that many things, man, that stinks. I'm you sorry. might have to
3: sacrifice a goat, a piece of <laughs> sort of volcano god, because this is just a... Uh,
1: Man, but I mean,
3: and then the
1: I guess what I would say to 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 everyone out there, not just to Sid, um, and is you know, if you do have certain specific requirements, like the ability to tow, you know, make sure you know before you go in and put your money down and and sign for anything. Do a little background research. You know, if you have to. Um, you know, call the manufacturer, um, you know, or do, do some research. You know, you can usually find um, the owner's manuals for pretty much any, you know, modern vehicle online, and you can download it as a PDF file um, and take a look, you know, for, for those specific features or, you know, functions that you need and, you know, make sure what the capability is either, you know, whether you can tow at all or what the, the, tow, the maximum tow rating is. Because you know, there are there are hybrids that you can tow with, but they may have a reduced tow rating relative to the gas engine. So, you know, the gas right. version might have a five thousand pound right. tow rating, might only be twenty five hundred with uh, with the uh, with the hybrid uh, things like that, um, and you know, check on that, you know, see, you know, figure out, you know, okay, I have a four thousand pound boat or you know trailer that I need to tow. Um, you know, and so that twenty five hundred pound tow rating isn't going to work anyway. So, um, it, it's it's re- because you know stocks are still so limited, and just in general, you know, it's really important to make sure you do some research beforehand um, and make sure that the vehicle that you're interested in can do what you, what it is you want it to do. Um, but yeah, <laughs> really sorry to hear. Here's a story. Said, uh, ah, it sucks. It, it sucks. I'm that's sorry. really.
3: Uh, that's rough.
1: Yeah. That's a great way to end the episode, too. <laughs> yeah.
3: Happy New Year! So happy holidays, everyone. everybody! <laughs> happy holidays. Wait, wait, wait! I, I I looked up "Great Googly Moogly" while we were. Um,
2: oh yes, do you have an well, answer Is that? an official
3: spelling for it? Yeah, um, it is G O O G L Y. Hyphen M O O G L Y, uh, and this oh, okay. and, and what
1: I found out so is in I wrote it down on my notebook here.
3: In April, uh, in April of 2020, Stephen King uh, decided to study the entomology of Great Googly Moogly. <laughs> wow,
2: thanks, <laughs> phrase, Stephen
3: King. <clears throat> a phrase that's giving autocorrect spasms, according to uh, the, <laughs> the tweet he sent about it. It appears to have first been uttered by Willie Dixon in a blues, in a blues that song. Called, sounds about right. Going okay. down slow. And but it's also found in a Snickers commercial. I really think there's, uh, there's a, some rap song, hip-hop song, that has great Snickers googly commercial. moogly, yeah. and I, I cannot, I'm, yeah. I it, know the Snickers three, commercial three cause mafia? it's
2: the one where the guy, the guy paints the, he paints the lines on the football field wrong. He does something wrong. You know you put the chalk uh. line? He does something wrong, like the team's name is spelled wrong in the end zone or something. It's a like, great googly moogly. Yeah. I know that one, but I it wasn't him. Where I, I don't know where I got it. I don't know what prompted me to adopt that expression. But well,
1: it also is in a there's, a, there's a three song. six mafia with a good googly moogly video. Maybe, this, it's, but there's also great googly moogly.
3: Great googly! I, it's great it's gonna drive me moogly. crazy. Uh, I, and 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 until I find out which which song it is in. Um, yeah. It's from the An 90%. exclamation
2: of joy or awe or fright made by quote the ferocious beast on the obnoxiously odd children's show Maggie and the Ferocious Beast. I did not get it from there, people. I have never even seen <laughs> that show.
3: <laughs> it must be it's- Three Six Mafia. You know what it is? It's got to be Three Six Mafia is where I heard it from because okay. it's from nineteen. 19- the song's from nineteen ninety nine. Okay, yeah, it's probably Three Six Mafia. All right, there we go. <laughs>
1: All okay. right. So there's our title, Great Googly Moogly. Great Googly, Great Googly, Moogly, Googly Moogly, See you next time. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain.